Good. Hey, Yo, what up, brother? Mister, yeah. <laughs> it always kills me that the that the DJs can never do the live. <laughs> oh yeah, no, nah, I ain't never. I never been on live. This is my first time going I'm on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to for it to be with me. Everybody, we got episode seventy-one. DJ Nut, Silent Assassin, New York, and. and we're going to get into a lot of stuff. Thank you very much for being on, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, me too, man. I appreciate you having me on tonight. Some more. Thank you. No, no. It's, I'm, I'll be looking forward to it, and um, it's, it's going to be good. And so, you know, big thing about it, and you see everybody is like, you may not know who he is, but he silently just stays in his lane, curating, make, you know, dope music, dope show going on for, for a long time, and just really about the real shit, yo. You like, I fucked with you because you're like, you're just a straight motherfucker. Like, I, I know when I talk to you, like, like if I ask you if you can do something, you're going to say, yes, I can do it. No, I can't. Like, you just, and I appreciate that. I, I know that about you, so I appreciate that, man. Yeah, you thank you, man. Thank you. thank you for your kind words, man. I appreciate that shit. Word. Yeah, so, this is, a, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. So, everybody, if you got questions for NUT, please um, use the questions feature below, and I can pull them up, and he can see them as well. Um, and as always, if you get on any fuck shit in here, just like on the page, I will send your ass home. Um, because that's we don't do that here. So, so this is a fun, a fun one for me, man, because like we know each other and we've 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 connected. I've been on your show and we've we've chopped it up and we've you know vibe and we have a mutual respect for each other, but we haven't we've never really been able to build and, and, and talk, you know what I'm saying, about just just different shit, except so a couple of times, and it was usually business related, you know what I'm saying? So um so that's why this one's fun for me, because I realize I don't really know too much about him, like, you know, just some, some you know, history and shit. So I, I'm excited, man. So um, let's get into it. I'm, I'm sure some of these questions you may have answered before, but I'm genuinely curious, like, what was the bug for you, man, as far as just, like, this hip-hop shit? Because I know, like, anybody that knows you, like, you are about this shit, about the real shit. And so what was the bug for you? When was that? What was it? Um, I would say my, my earliest introduction into hip hop would be break dancing would be my what? older brother. Yeah, well, I wasn't a break dancer. I would have be I would be maybe four years old. And my older brother used to try to break dance, you know, and then uh, about 87 or so. That's when I really started getting more into the musical aspect of hip hop. And besides that, man, I just always kind of just, I was, I, I really wasn't a DJ. I didn't become a DJ. Um, I was, or, I was already a grown man. So it was like 99. I had a nice history, a nice collection of hip hop and had been following it. Uh, you know, shit like that. I mean, I don't know, man. I just been, uh, you know, just, I just been, uh, following, following the music, stu studying the music, uh, uh, God, almost as guidance. It was guidance, you know. It was a, it was like a friend, a father. It's been, it's been good to me. The music's been good to me. I have a high respect for the culture. Um, big, it's a big part of me, you know. I think about it all the time, and I, I, I besides that, I, I don't know. It was just, it was just something about the music. It was just, you know. You're from the, you're from the Middletown area, right? Middletown. Yeah, I'm from Middle, area. yeah, yeah, Middletown, New York. Yep. How yeah. far is that from the city? Like an hour and a half, hour or so, hour and a half. Yeah, about so? yeah, about an hour and a half or so. Yeah. So, yo, like, what, so since you said you started DJing late, I mean, what, what, like, 
you know, a lot of times people have already have their shit kind of established by 99, you know what I'm saying? Like we're close to the same age. I mean, you know, shit's already established. What? So, okay, I'm gonna pick up some tables now because the learning curve for that shit is kind of yeah. hard, which is why I didn't want to do it. I fuck, like, I love DJing so much, yo, but it's like, by the time I was had to move to get some tables, I was like, it's gonna take me forever to learn this shit. I'll, t I'll tell you, I, I can tell you the reason why I, start, I started DJing because I had a deep passion. I had like a, um, I studied the music a lot. It, it really was a, a part of my life. Um, but I also liked uh, going digging, digging for rare stuff. That 97, 98, 99 era, 99 is when I started DJing. That's when shit started like going a different direction. Right. You know, and I was like a huge Big L fan, digging in the crates, nonfiction. And this is the shit that I wasn't able to get because I didn't own a record player. Don't, that's the only place you were going to get. Big L Ebonics was on a fucking piece of vinyl. Mm. So that was my thing. I just, I basically got a turntable just to collect, you know, be a music listener. And, you know, I figured why not learn how to mix a little bit. I taught myself everything I know. I didn't watch any other DJs. Uh, influence wise, like Tony Touch mixtapes. Shit like that. I used to just listen to shit like that. You know, I just know how to DJ from it. And I had a DJ from my local area, DJ Guess. And uh, my friend Juan Bobo, I saw them DJ live once. And I saw how it was done, how they were like going back and forth, like cutting these the vocals back with the records. I never saw anything like it, you know, but I was like always boot camp and all this other shit, but I never really got to, you know, from upstate. So it was a different, you know, I didn't go to park jams in the Bronx and all this extra shit. Right. It's different style. And then, you know, I just figured to start learning, but then I had, you know, I had some things going on in life too. So now I'm a, I'm a little bit more established as a, as a man and shit. But at that time it was a lot of hectic things going on as well. That slowed me down. But uh, that's been the basic story of why I even got DJing, you know, just just so I was able to play music, Afu Ra, Whirlwind Through Cities, and, you know, these were fucking ringers, man, and I'm, I wasn't getting stuck with this other shit that was going on, so I found myself going to the turntable to, you know, get the music. Yo, it's funny that you mentioned that, because two weeks ago, my man played a... He played the hiero hieroglyphics you never knew domino remix. He goes, You ever heard this shit? And I'm like, nah. He put this shit on, it was like a fucking missile. And I'd never heard this shit. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yo, it's only on vinyl. And I'm like, ah, you know, and I'm not a vinyl head like that. That's just not my thing. But I was like myself thinking, like, oh, there's a reason why the fuck with vinyl, because there's slick shit like this that's coming out on the B side that you're not gonna get. Nowhere else, yo. That dot, yo. I've been banging that shit for like two weeks straight, and I just found out about it twenty five years later. You know yeah. what I mean? Twenty some, twenty some years later. Yeah, you know, you you know, there wasn't a YouTube and shit like that. So when you wanted to hear like Mob Deep, True Lies, and shit like that, like you know, unreleased Wu Tang boxing hand promo remix, and you couldn't just look the shit up on YouTube. You know what I mean? It was it was a different it was a different game. So. That was that was a fun part though. It was a fun part coming up. I used to like early in my career. There was a lot of record stores. Pete, yo, Pete Supreme. Um, I used to go to a lot of record stores and shit like that when I first started. You know, taking the train from upstate. You know, three four times a week. I 
used to go to Sandbox Automatic and Fat B. It was dope, man. It was a good time, you know, coming into coming in, coming into the shit. So, yeah. And I bet for you, like, you know, I mean, I, I was, I'm from Connecticut, so like my trips into the city, they were like, you know, I, I didn't take it for granted that I was going into New York to get to get music or get go shopping or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, so I used that proximity to my advantage. It was like that was a, so even for me, like that was part of the experience too. Like, you know, what I'm saying going with my people's it down there, or whatever to you know, to to go get shit. So, um, it's it's. Let's talk about that for a second because I was gonna ask you, man. Like, you know, we're doing close in age. You know, what's the, you know, what's some of the similar similarities and maybe differences of when we grew up in this shit as, as far as now. And, and I always say this, man, because a lot of cats just focus, and I, myself included, a lot of cats just focus on like, oh, well, shit's like this now is kind of whack. But what's, maybe you could share like some, something, a good change about like where things are now in hip hop versus before. Because we always talk about how it was kind of whack. I mean. um, I think there's a lot of good music being made. I, that's one thing I will say. I think there's a lot of talent out there. It's 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 a fucked up game right now, though. This um, I'm not saying all artists, but there's a lot of reaching going on. There's a lot of wanting 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 to be liked. Uh, it's damaging artists that have talent, man. It, it makes them look bad, man. And I see a lot of that going on right now. Uh, but there's good music being made. Everybody basically wants to be under one. Uh, you know, it's like it's like they be doing some weird shit, man. I I don't know. So I just I just kind of I just take everything for the music aspect. I looked everything at the music. You can't take anything personal. You know, I try not to take anything personal. I try to listen to all the music. I like what I like. I play what I want to play. It's not. It's you know. It's nothing personal. I just. It's all music. It's all it is. You know. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of good good artists out there right now, though. No, I, I agree with you, and I I used to be on the on the platform of like uh, it's no you know, no good music, and I just again I just say we got spoiled coming up because we could turn on Arsenio Hall, we could turn on In Living Color, BET, Rap City, whatever it was MTV, and albums were breaking on fucking these shows like prime time before I was going to bed. <laughs> And, the mu you know the music, the music had the, the music had value back then. It now it's right. disposable. It now it's disposable, brother. You know what I mean? It goes. It, it lasts. You know how it is. It lasts a weekend. Now, yeah. it, you know, we used to, we used to anticipate a new Black Moon album when it was gonna drop. Uh, it had value when it when it when it was presented to the people. And it's like that. Too much, do you think there's too many um, that artists a trend of artists putting out like? Four, five, six, seven projects a year is, is too much, or do you, or how do you feel about that? If the music is good, I, I don't, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, I would, I would say put as much mu music out as you feel. It's not, it's not my place. It's not my yeah. place to tell an artist. The one thing I don't like is, um, I don't like people rhyming over somebody else's beat and calling it a real track. That shit is not it. But if they're doing original music and shit and they're working, but you know, they're working hard and more power to them. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the more people that are putting in work, the better off we are. 
It's just we need a little unity, you know? We need to stop. We need to stop congratulating. You know, it's like little clicks and little weird shit that goes on and all this. You know what I'm saying? It's just we could sit here and talk about the bad all day, but, you know, we just need to be a little bit more stronger together in order to really take this to the next level. We got a lot of, there's a lot of talent out there, you know? What do you think can help us become more unified, Joe? You know, I, I, I agree with you. And, and I think it's fractured. I think, I think there's fractures within the fractures. I mean, it's, I feel like you got like, boom, got quote unquote, boom, bap shit over here, trap mm -hmm. shit over here. But then within boom, bap or whatever, you got like this, this underground lane, which is, where a lot of cats are sounding kind of similar. There's a sound mm -hmm. that the cats are putting out that's kind of easy. And then you got other shit. It's like, it's it's weird. And here's what I think, yo. It's funny, man. I was going to talk about this before. It's like, it seems like people feel like when they blow up or when they're doing well, like if I mention an underground artist, you may have heard of them. We fuck with them. But I, I posted certain cats on my page that I thought were like blowing up or did them in the live. They're like, yo, who's this? People, we're blowing up in our little bubbles, man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Definitely. It's like, this, yeah, it's, not, it's not really as big as, it's It's not the way we think it is. You know what I'm saying? In our heads. No, 100%, 100%. 100 and, that, and that's a lot of the problem. You know, it's like, you know, people use uh, certain things, man. I've seen people like diss each other, like, yo, I got fucking this many followers, and you got this many followers. It's like, all right, you got 30,000 followers, and it's like, motherfucker, there's a dog that's, they got us, I looked it up, it was like a dog on Instagram, and the shit has like a million and a half followers. So you're going to base your whole fucking career that you've been going for 30, whatever it is, because you got, you know what I'm saying? It's like weird shit, like that people like use as comparisons and I don't know, man. I don't got a lot of anything. I just put work in. So I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't know about this part. I'm happy to have whoever the fuck fucks with me and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really know all these other rules. I, I tried to learn them. I didn't send my first email till I was like 2014. I'm late to the game, you know? I know, I, man. I know. And I just get, yo, listen, man, I just got my heart in it. That's all I can really say. I try to put, I try to do the best I can. You can't always, um, it doesn't always work out in your benefit, though. I remember we yeah. first started rocking with you, and when I was with with the, with the radio station, and 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 um, E Rock was like, "Yeah, he's not on Instagram yet, or something." And I was like, "We gotta, we gotta get him on Instagram. Like, let's get let's get him on Instagram." So, Yo, you guys are the reason why I fucking got a page. That's why I even open a page because of the, because you you and E man, you know it, that's it. But it's not you know listen. What it is is what it is, brother. My thing is this. I'm always going to put my best into it that I can. I never really thought I would even come this far. Right. You know, we've created some fucking great projects. I work with fucking a lot of people. You know, to be honest, man, there was a time and, you know, it was a rough time, man. Right before, you know, 2009, I wasn't in good space for a long, long time. And I struggled a long, long time. I didn't even own turntables from 2002 to 2009. And that's the truth. And, uh, you know, in 2009, things changed. And ever since then, I've just been trying to just give it, give it my best, man. I could be, I could be angry and bitter about a lot of things. Believe me, brother. 
there's a lot of shit that I see that goes down. But it ain't, you know what I'm saying? I just, I'm out. That ain't my mind frame. That ain't who I am right now. I'm just trying to keep it moving. And I, I, I'm always going to, I'm always going to land on my feet. You know, I'm always going to put them projects out. It's just, I'm just going to keep doing what I have to. So. Mm. Yeah, no, that's, that's what's up, man. Um, let's go back for a second to the, to the DJing part, because, I mean, did you teach yourself how to, like, blend and transition and all that stuff, too? Like, Yeah, that was, that, that was my focus was, like, my focus DJing-wise was structure-wise and mixing and shit. And then I did teach myself how to do that. I remember my first blend. I had just came home. In 99, I had the turntables, and I had bought my first turntables in July. July 2nd, I got them. My first blend was October 21st, 1999. It was uh, Biggie Smalls, Unbelievable, and OC Times Up. That was my mm. first, my first, and my first set of doubles was the High and Mighty. You remember the High and Mighty? Slept on album. Love it. Well, there was this joint called there was a joint called Mind, Soul, and Body, and it had a cut in the beginning of the record. It came in a cappella. It said, "I represent through Mind, Soul, and Body." I represent through Mind, Soul, and Body. Yeah. Now, see, now it kept repeating that in the hook, so it was easy for me to teach myself how to go back and forth off of that that record. So those were the two that, that was those my first set of doubles was Mind, Soul and Body by the High and Mighty and my first blend was was um the Biggie Smalls Unbelievable and OC. And that was all vinyl, obviously. There was no Serato back then. So No YouTube to teach yourself. I mean, big up, man. Like so were you doing gigs or anything, or were you just in the crib just like practicing your craft? To be honest, I could tell you the honest truth. I did few very few things, but at the time I was coming from a different side of things, so people that were doing music in town weren't taking me that serious. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of like, oh, not, not, not trying to DJ now. You know what I mean? Oh, word. Yeah, you know, I come from, I come, I was involved with all types of other shit, so they didn't think that it, it was this, it was ever gonna, you know, my passion, though. Know, I just try to keep was, going. Didn't think you were serious about this? Yeah, they, yeah, this shit kept me alive, man. Straight up. No, I I feel you saved a lot of people's lives, man. And I, I say that, you know, for a lot of people, man, this is, you know, for people, some people who don't fuck with religion or whatever, for them, this is like, because, you know, I've talked about it several times recently, like, you know, when we did this shit, we just did it, yo, know, because we loved it. We didn't say we're going to go and do hip hop today. I'm going to nah. go be a hip hopper. We went yeah. out, we, we banged on the lunch tables or whatever. We grabbed a man and he split, he split a fucking... You know what I'm saying? Yo, give me a beatbox, fam. All right, I'm about to eat this nigga. And then we fucking did what we did, yo. So, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yo, so then what kind of DJ do you consider yourself? I don't want to put you in a box and say, I mean, but like if I had the label or or put you in a box, you know what I mean? Because I've been talking to a lot of DJs about this shit, like as far as I think rocking the crowd is, is the most important thing over like maybe the beat juggling type thing or whatever like mm -hmm. some cats say oh, i don't fuck with the beat juggling some cats say some cats that's all they care about right it's like the you know the, the tricks and stuff like so mm -hmm. for you what's what's a complete dj like how do you i guess you what's your your uh, dj manifesto 
My, you know, my DJ, uh, my DJ manifesto would be this. Every DJ has his own style, you know. I think as long as you're controlling the music with your hands, however you're doing it, is what you do. I'm, I, I'm not a turntablist. You got some people that will use that turntable as an instrument, a real instrument. They really into that. That's not who I am, but I respect them. You know, that's their thing. Uh, I just, I, I can rock. I can rock live. That's my specialty. I can cut up live, mix live. I can mix fast. So that's what I do. I don't really, I know, I know how to mix other music besides hip hop, but I've never really been able to get a chance to do any of that kind of stuff. That's why I'm grateful for the radio show. I never really had anybody give me any opportunities to do what I do. So have, getting a radio show was a big opportunity for me because nobody really was trying. Ain't nobody really be trying to open no doors. So sometimes you just got to go in there and just kick them shits down, do what you do. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want to let you in. You put together you put together projects with bumpy knuckles. This is what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? You got to do certain things. This is what it is. And well, rocking. So how did you get us going to that, man, as far as getting that show at Vassar? Like, because that's a, like, getting a, getting a, a real, because there's internet radio right now, which we know is, like, the thing and whatever, but, like, the FM airwaves are still fucking running shit, as far as I'm concerned, so, for, for the most part, with a, with a lot of things. I mean, how did you um, secure that? How did that come about? Okay. Um, good question. So, I had been back maybe about a year and a half, and I was doing well. And I had been building with an old friend of mine, and we were really building on a lot of hip-hop, trying to, I was trying to rebuild things. And we went to a show in a place called Kingston. I don't know if you've ever heard of Kingston, New York, but there's a place called Kingston. Um, it's upstate? Upstate, yeah, upstate was a show. And my friend runs into some kid that's giving up his show up on VKR or something. And he's like, yo, I think I'm going to get a show you want to be the DJ. I didn't even have a fucking mixer. I'm not even lying. I didn't even have a mixer. I was like... This was like, was like 09, right? Something like that? It was, uh, we got the show June... The first show was June 18th, 2011. Okay. Yeah, so it was me, and, it started off, it was me and two other people, but uh, they both ended up breaking off. The first person broke off about a year and a half into it. I heard about that, yeah, yeah. And then the second person broke off about three and a half years into it. And then I was just having a lot of my um, my friends help out. You know, Sir One was helping out. I had a guy named Joe Flo, uh, my friend Tone Cuff, and then Zach Niff took a position up there with me for a few years. So he that was a big from Utica, right? Nah, he wasn't coming from Utica. He uh he was down in Rockland, so it was that's why it was a good thing. Because okay. he so that he was able, but now, you know, he had just you know, recently he had to depart from the show because, you know, he bought a you know, he don't wanna brag about it. You know, Zach Niff quiet, but Zach Niff done bought himself a nice piece of property, a nice house far, far away. You know what I mean? He can't make it to the show no more. So, you know, I, I miss having him up there. But I've been kind of holding it down myself, and it's it's still it's still going. I'm getting a lot of criticism, like 
because a lot of people don't know the rappers that keep coming to the show. And they keep from, from, from who? Just people, man. They always got some shit to say, like, oh, I ain't never heard of this one. It's just like, yo, listen, man, everybody deserves an opportunity. You mean you like, know that's, like, oh, like, like the general peanut gallery? Yeah, yeah, the peanut gallery. I, 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 you know, you know what it is, man. You know what these motherfuckers? They all got something to motherfucking say about somebody. Nobody got nothing to say about good about nothing. It's who's this? What he got? Was blah 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 and all this reckless shit. But my thing is like this: is that I never liked the door closed on me and anybody that's serious about putting in work. Who am I? Who am I to say no to them? You know, you know what I'm saying. If they're willing to take that trip up, and they're willing to be and, and rock by my rules, you know what I mean. They're welcome to come to my show. Everybody, get, I throw them over hard beats. I don't give a fuck what it is. You know what I'm saying. You see what it is. I push. I put a make them put it in. So of course, yo. That's, hey. Listen, that's there's no way this can grow if we don't like everybody was was nobody started out big time. I mean, like. Cats was like, yo, you gotta hear this cat Nas. I mean, you've heard like cats. Oh, you look at we look at old freestyles right now. Like everybody had to start somewhere. And listen, my album of the year right now. Oh, the great. My album of the year. Oh, the great. Three mind still and and maybe everybody yep. don't fuck with them and all them, but I don't give a fuck because that's the best shit I heard all year by far. Ain't nothing fucking with it. Yeah, and, listen, listen. Oh, the great. That motherfucker is a problem, kid. Yo. That boy's a problem. That boy's a problem, man. He—I don't know if you even checked that new project he got out. He got a new project. Yeah, that shit is fire too, man. And it was an honor because when he he recorded a joint for the Bumpy Knuckles compilation, there was a track on there with Jamil Honesty, King Arthur, and O. And O actually came to my house and recorded that shit. So he came. It was it was it was dope, man. He's a great artist, man. I really hope the best for him. He's a real good fucking artist, man. Yo, he is if there's serious. anywhere, yeah. If there's anywhere I can help push him anymore, man. If I besides, if he ever needs me, I'm, I'm always I, him. Like, people like him is what we need in the game, though. He's a great I artist. That, shit all the time, son. Yeah. Like, that dude is crazy, yo. Yeah. Like, his hooks, his hooks alone are like whole fucking joints, yo. His hooks alone are like, like he be taking you on that fucking that yeah. last dragon shit is crazy, yo. Crazy. Yeah. He got a joint. He got a. He got a joint on a new album called Spooky. It's fucking fire, man. It's oh, fire. Yeah, look at this nigga. Timing is everything. What up, son? Yeah, Oda Great. We over here talking about Oda Great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't realize. Uh, my bad. I see because I've been missing. There's people been saying stuff. I didn't catch everything right there. So I think my man Jeremy was on here, and shout to NB for for really Oda Great. My bad on that. I, I'm not too swift on this. My first time. No, nah, it's cool because actually I'm gonna keep it honey with you, man. When 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 the guests like are, are zoned in on the on the comments, it throws shit off. So like, and a lot of the comments, to be honest with you, are fucking stupid as shit. So <laughs> so like, I mean, like I get it when you see your people, you want to shout them out and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But, like, and for the most, yo, know, and then here, I, mean, I got you. Yeah, 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 I got, I got, I got you, small. There's some Word. fucking weirdos coming in here, man. Yeah, let me spit for you. Shut the fuck up, man. Like, <laughs> like yeah. so um. So that's dope, man. So the Vassar thing has been going on for a minute. And, yeah. And, and, and like, it's it's a powerful thing, yo, because you're hitting, like, you're in a, yo, that's a fucking prestigious college, yo. People don't understand, like, like, what's the vibe as far as, like, the energy with the station and your, you know, your your show? You've been doing it for a minute. I mean, you, you do your, I mean, like, as far as, like, the, you know, 
how people feeling about it locally and just, you know, at, at the school and shit? Um, I get compliments. I get compliments on the show. It does very well. Um, like, you know, it has a big prison following. So, uh, you know, outside it's, it's regular. We get a, we get a lot of streams, you know, as much as that we can. It's not as popular as, you know, these, you know, bigger platform shows, but we get, we yo listen, people call up. It's just, a, you know, regular radio, people listening. So, you know, a lot of letters, from, a lot of letters from fucking the inside, a lot of visits. Yeah, talk about that, man. That's a, that's, a, that's a really important thing to get into. And I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, it's, I, 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 I cool. stick with that for a second. Like, like, as far as um, a lot of cats, you've been holding down a lot of cats for years, doing some years with, with, with this show, man. And, and, and really keeping a lot of cats afloat. Please, please talk about that shit. Um, the show, I didn't, it was, uh, so when we first started the show, we went for a meeting and the lady was like, you know, we get a lot of listeners from the prison system. So just be careful because they, uh, they'll, you know, they'd be stalking the radio person, personalities. And she's like, there's, you know, they, we have all these prison listeners. And I was just like, yo, that's going to be our fucking lane right there. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was like, perfect. So right, when like I had that, yo, so when I, I, yeah, so when I first started the show, I came in playing motherfucking MOP in New Jack City and then motherfuckers was going nuts. You know what I mean? So uh, we started getting letters. It was the 17th, the 17th show. I got my first letter from a gentleman by the name of T Mills. And after the, you know, after that, they just kept coming in from everywhere. Otisville, Fishkill, Shawangunk. Um, you know, I go up there all the time, but right now I haven't, you know, and also not, I don't always have to do it, but right now I'm not allowed to take pictures because of COVID. They don't have, they're not allowing for the last two years. You ain't been able to take a pic, but I try to get up there to visit as much as I can. People that I've never met that support the show. Um, and I just do shit like that, man. We just, and then I rock with them on the outside, you know, when they come home or if they're locked down for a long time, then I'll, I'll deal with, you know, I'll be dealing with their families and shit like that. And, but to be honest, everything that a lot of my achievements, a lot of my achievements have came from people from behind the wall, helping me out people from Staten Island that put in that work that believe in me, you know, a lot of shit, not for nothing, but that shit would bump. With Bumpy, a lot of that stems from VIC that passed away. If you look on my Instagram alone, I have a picture with him, and I never mentioned I never mentioned it, but he actually passed away almost two years ago. And a lot of my relationships like that, it's like all because of the people that were locked down. Their word, shit like that, really helped out with the show. It, you know, it's been you know, it's, I don't want you know, it gets crazy, man. Like these these dudes love me, and I got nothing but love for them. I stick, I just stay true to my shit. I never, you know, I just keep my word. I never say I can do more than I can. His word meant, you know, his word is what got me, got me, helped, helped me out a lot with a lot of shit, you know, and shout to London as well out there in Staten Island and shit. He helped me out a lot. Word. Yeah, hey, man. Because there's a lot of, in your area, that whole Orange County, Rockland County area, there's a lot of, facilities around there like 
You know what I'm saying? When I drive through there, like you know I'm saying, Poughkeepsie area, Fishkill, there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of facilities out there, and that's that's dope, man. Like you know what I'm saying? She presented it to you like there was gonna be a problem with these cats being locked down. You're like, yo, that's a whole fucking lane right there. Like yeah, I was I I ate that shit up. I said that's exactly where I'm going with it. Fuck that. Right. So they you 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 know, you are you are holding these cats. I mean especially the ones that got the longer joints, man, the longer bids. It's like, yeah. they looking forward to that shit each and every... So they, can they call in, too? Because you got the... Um, no. You have the no. no Ideas original, right? When I was with Zagnif, and now it's, 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 it's um, Penitentiary Mail, right? Yeah, there was a problem with the, with the radio show name. So what was happening is I had seen it popping up in some other places for different things. I saw it, too. So my, my, now, 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 my thing was this, though, tomorrow... Out like we, I said earlier, I started with three people. I didn't name the radio show. I was just happy that I was just happy to be on a motherfucker oh, deep end. Hell no, I didn't name that because that shit is stolen from Nas. So the thing is, is that I can't say nothing about somebody else using it when the name is bitten already. Oh wow! So that's why I name it that. No, nah, I didn't name that shit that. But then um. Once, once you know, once I started seeing it pop up, I was like, "It's time to leave it alone," because it being bitten from somewhere, le somewhere, somewhere else means that I can't really protect it. It ain't, I can't protect it. You know, I can't do nothing about it. So, you know, I was fortunate enough to be able to switch the name to Penitentiary Mail due to the fact that, you know, I got the proof. You know, it's not it's not a false it's not a false name. It's what it represents. It, you know, it's, it's clogged up right now. So at least I know that I have that's the difference with, 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 that goes on in my show. At least you know I have a lot of my, my listeners come from the inside. So no, I, that's a good move. I mean, it was going to yeah. have to happen eventually anyway, probably. So because I mean, that's why I remember I hit you up. I was like, yo, is this you? This you? I mean, I started seeing it like just around a, a lot. So you basically took over the show. So you took over the show, the existing show, and just kept the same the name, same name, and just kept it moving. Yeah, because I didn't. I was unfamiliar on how to do the technical side of things, and I wasn't. You know, I just was getting used to the social media and emails and MP3s and we transfers. And I'm like, motherfuckers, like, yo, I sent you a we transfer. <laughs> I didn't. I yeah, didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah, I was all confused, but. I, I learned quick and to uh, make sure that the show kept going on. So that was what was most important, that we didn't collapse. And I think throughout that time, we were able to build it up real, real nice. We had a lot of great guests who broke a lot of records, who played a lot of great music, and there was a lot of great times on there as well. So, Yo, let's talk about the um, the projects you, you, you put out. With, with I mean, I was bumping the PA Milano joint, the shit with Bumpy. I mean, like... Um, the shit was a couple joints with Zagnif, like you know what I'm saying. How'd you start doing those? Like those, them shits be fire, man. I talk about them a little bit. Yeah, peace, friendly traveler. Um, the projects. See, uh, two thousand. 2013. I, I was part of a group. That's the only thing I was really a part of. And it was called Alpha Faction. And we had put a project out in 2017. It took a long time because we had went through a bum record deal. So we, was, we, so we wasted two years on a bum deal. And then we ended up putting it together. But that was the beginning of me 
executive producing. So, but what happened was we, we had a difference in direction of life as a unit. They're, you know, they're, they're both my friends, but, you know, there was a different direction for our lives. And I just felt like it was, I still had stuff to create. So I could bring that to any artist. And uh, the PA, the PA plan, the, the PA Milano was something I always wanted to do. You know, I listened to, you know, the Planet Asia EP when I first started DJing. That was a big record that I used to uh, play a lot. I don't know if you're familiar with that first, that first, it's a self-titled Planet Asia EP from uh, 1998. Yeah, it has Moonlight Melodic Rush and Handling Business and all that. And that, that was a big record. And the first time I heard Milano was on the Digging in the Crates record, Hey Love with Cuban Link and OC. And I like their styles both. They both had a dope style, you know, on the, and I was just something I always thought they would sound good on a good on a project together, good on tracks together. I think they would balance each other out well. So that's how that came about. Uh me knowing, you know, obviously I know Planet Asian, I know Milano, and then we just spoke. I just was at my man's house and I was like, Yo, I'm bored. Yo, I was like, yo, I'm about to just put together a Planet Asia Milano record. He's like, nah. <laughs> he was like, he's like, word. I'm just like, yeah, hold on. And I just made a call. I was like, yo, you want to do this? He was like, yeah, that sounds good. And I went, hung the phone up. You want to do this? Sounds good. And that was that, you know? And then everybody worked together. And uh, that was that, you know? Put, put the project out. No, that's what's up. That shit was serious, man. And, and, and this is the thing, it's, it's dope, it's like that you were able to, you know, in 2020, well, 20, this was in 2019, I think, you know, that you were able to do that. It, it sucks that, like, also at the same time, you were able to do that, and because everybody else was able to do that, it, it falls through the cracks, like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, back in the day, like, a project like that would have, like, would have stood out. And so that's why it's funny, it's such, it's such a different age where but it's like so you made a good point you said there's a lot of dope artists right a lot of dope music being put out I, I wholeheartedly agree with you for me the challenge has been sifting through all the bullshit because we all have the same opportunity everybody has the same opportunity to put out a record now so it's like i'm getting all this dope shit i'm getting this older great i'm getting this jameel honesty i'm getting all this shit and then i'm getting all this other like filler that i gotta like sift through you know what I mean? No, nah, nah, I mean to be honest, the Planet Asia Milano project was very successful. Um very profitable. It was a great um body of work. And it might not do it might not, you know, people might not be, you know, posting it all over the place, but a lot of people got a chance to hear it and a lot of people that did hear it loved it. And that was what was important. The people that did listen to it really enjoyed it and 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 they said you know they said they really liked that body of work and both of them sounded good together on it okay. and that was important you know it did it did, it did very I, I was very happy with the success of the project obviously i do understand what you're saying though yeah, but yeah, yeah. but it was it was it definitely wasn't a failure you know it definitely wasn't a failure and it was a good thing it was a, we had a gr great time shooting the videos um 
that kind of shit. You know, over on 125th, we shot the videos for Milano Medallions, fucking Walking Back. I heard some of the Scratch album, you know, but that was too far, too, you know, two years ago or some shit, you know, it was just good memories up there, you know, that was, that was, it was, it was successful. The joint with Carlton Fisk. That was, uh, another project, something I always wanted to do. You know? Yeah, yeah no doubt. And, and yeah, exactly, you know exactly what I'm saying. I'm, I'm looking at the, the bigger picture of like just a pride, just, just how much, how much music is, is out, out there. Where, um, but you know, I definitely did this thing, and, and everybody knows, everybody that heard it, it, you know what I'm saying, was like, yo, this shit is is fire, and that was a, a, a dope combination. It seems it's a, it's a natural combination. It actually, it, that shit fit really well, man, <laughs> for real. That shit. How'd you wake up with our Bumpy? That started. That started like ten years ago. And then, like, a few things, what happened was uh, I had started the radio show 2011. I had said I got my first letter on the 17th show. And in the first letter that I received, they were requesting more Bumpy Knuckles, Industry Shakedown. I had the letter. I actually, I received four letters. By the time I went to DJ Premier and Bumpy Knuckles had a release party at the Highline Ballroom in New York City. So I brought the letters with me. And I approached Bump and I had, and I had spoke and you know I presented the letters to him. He actually has that situation on videotape. Nothing really linked from that. Um but the but the seed was planted at that point. So when I came back, when I came back later in time, it made sense. Um, PSD Future, Jamil Honesty. Um, when I came back, all right. So when I went through the bum deal, that was one of the things that the the people were presenting was that Bumpy was going to help us out with the Alpha Faction part. And that was another thing that was presented to him. So, salute St. Ivan. Um, what happened? So then, boom. So he he knew about that the situation when I brought the letters. Then the deal. Then I hit him for an interview. We opened the phone line, and he and he responded. So we did an interview over the phone. And two weeks later. I got a letter from somebody on the inside. I ain't never got a letter from, and they they said uh, that that they was uh, family to him, and I didn't think nothing of it. So I just sent a text, and I was just like, "Yo, somebody that was locked down, you know, hit me up. Said that you fam, they're they're your family. They want to say hello to you, and I didn't get a word back, you know. So I didn't think nothing of it." And then um, he hit me two weeks later, and he asked me who it was. And then right from that point, he uh, he had just he wasn't you know so forthcoming, but he started showing up, and that's when he started coming to DJ a little bit at the radio station. 
You know, he was coming up, taking his time out. To me, that shit was a great honor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I got to do, I'm over there. I got to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fucking Fox up here DJing on my show and shit. It was crazy, man. It was just crazy. And and to be honest, when I had first started DJing, that was my main goal. You know, that what I'm doing right now is my main goal. So we got, you know, for a while, I didn't know if he was rocking with me. I couldn't tell, you know, because he's protective. You know, he he's a protective person. He has a right to be. He has a lot. He has a lot of jewels to protect. Right. And uh, you know, through the pandemic and everything, and with the passing of VIC, it was we developed a you know we developed a good thing, and uh, we were able to put. We, I, I I've, I'm the only person that's probably heard his whole. I, I can't put it like this, and this ain't no shit tomorrow. I've had. Fucking at least a hundred three hour listening sessions. At least just listening, not conversations, listening. Hundred three hour listening sessions. And I'm still not through all his shit. Wow. And when I mean I say he's got that shit, I heard a lot of shit in my days that nobody's heard. You know, obviously I can't play it all, but let me tell you. That shit, he got, he got, hundred Pete rocks. He's got the Alchemist. He's got projects with. I've heard a hundred. I've heard a hundred, a hundred different premieres that nobody's heard. See, that's disappointing, though. And as a fan, I'm gonna keep it a hundred, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you off there because, like, that shit drives me crazy, especially now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, nobody can tell an artist what to do, but as a fan, like. I mean, just with anybody, it could be him, anybody. Like, it's like, yo, I, Apathy told me, he's like, yo, Chip Fu got this shit. Chip Fu got this shit. And I heard that it's just the craziest shit in the world. Nobody, I'm like, come on. Yeah. Now, to be honest, uh, some of that stuff is going to start coming out. But at the same time, you got to understand the temperament right now. It's not disposable. So you don't want to present. It's like, he has a, a solo premiere track that came out that they did way before Money Underground, Militia, that nobody has, that nobody heard. It's a solo track. You know, you want to put that out the right way. So I think the NFTs is the way those guys is going nowadays. So I think the first release that's going to come out the vaults is going to be the... Cause you know I've been I work with him under Corrupt Mob Entertainment now, so we basically put all the projects out. I got a few. We got you know produced by Bumpy Knuckles. Volume One just came out, but I got Part Two. That's almost done, and you're gonna like you gonna like Part Two. I got some people on there. I I got put it like this. I even got your man Tame One on there. He woke up Tame. <laughs> like, all right. Let me tell you, I got a verse from him that's reckless. Word, I got, I got a few. I got Geechee, I got Geechee Suede on there. Um, there's a few heads on there, but the um, the first he's project, still bananas. Huh? He's, bana he's bananas. Yeah, bananas. Yeah, bananas. I mean, like, but, I just had to pause. But like, he's ridiculous, yo. Like, I mean, and it sucks because it's like I be hearing like shit that he put out a couple years ago. I'm like, yo, this shit is. So anyway, I just had to just... Who's that? Tame? Tame? Geechee Suede. Oh, Geechee Suede. Yeah, yeah. Geechee Suede is, is crazy. crazy. Yeah, he, has, he actually has a solo He has a solo track on it. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, it's fire too. But um, the first joint that's gonna come from the vaults is there's an industry shakedown. Bumpy's uh, that album that Bumpy put out, but there's an original version that's all produced by Pete Rock. Yeah, so that's that's the you know because I think the version that came out had some premiere, had a bunch of Diamond D, had Alchemist and everybody on it. But I think that's the first one that's coming out the vault. But he got a lot of shit, man, in the stash. Whoa. It's crazy. We gotta yeah. get him on this motherfucking show. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we got Bumpy. Yo, listen, I've always fucked with him, Bumpy, Freddie Fox, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Yo, I've yeah. always got me ready to go. That malicious shit, all that fucking um, so rough. So yo, yo, come on, yo. Um, so yeah, as far as what you're getting into now, so you like um, you're working with him a lot. What what else you got? You got the show going on. You know what yeah. I mean? And, well, uh, I, figure, I figure I got about probably with my temperament nowadays. I think I got probably about another year left. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put in I'm gonna put in uh I think I'm gonna try to put in another year's work of the show of everything of everything. Oh, word. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to do another year and want to finish up what I've started. I got a project coming out with Skanks, Skanks the Rap Martyr. That's gonna be real. Yeah, it's okay, and it's fucking gonna be hot. I got that coming out. I got a a joint with Innocent. Big up, you know. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna put this produced produced by Bumpy Knuckles Volume Two and Three out. Wrap up my ties on the show, and I think it's time for me to put it down and just become a supporter. Supporter, wow. yeah, supporter of good music. Wow. Yeah. What? Okay. Well, maybe I yeah. This ain't, this ain't really my speed, man. No more. It's coming to a point where it's it's starting to hurt. It's starting to hurt. Just it's starting to hurt. All this, it's like a lot of shit that goes on behind the scenes, and I don't know, man. A lot of disappointment. I hate to I say it like that. Now. Yeah, I hate to say it like that, but it is. Yeah. Listen, it's different, yo. It's, yeah. it's just being a fan, like. Meeting cats that, that that seem cool, you meet them and they all some fuck shit. What like you I mean you know like whatever. Just it's a weird, it's a weird industry. Niggas, cats are weird. Like it's weird, yo. So yeah, I just never could understand how you could build with somebody for fifteen, ten, fifteen years and then you know turn your back on a motherfucker for a cup of coffee type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. Like. Just who I am, who I am, and I'm I'm just not with it no more. So I just I'm gonna keep my head up, and I'm gonna keep doing what I have to do at this point. And I'll tell you right now, the next project I'm gonna keep banging them with them projects, and that's it. And then that's it. I'll just become a supporter, and that's it. Nah, word, I feel you. I mean, that's a that's a crazy. I mean, uh, I won't say crazy. That's just that's shocking to hear and disappointing to hear, but I completely understand it. And, and, and within maybe within the next year, I can change your mind, or I might be right there with you. Like, yo, let's go retire, man, and go sit up, <laughs> sit out here and, and drink yeah. some brews and, and fucking. Because now I understand it, man. Because when it becomes, um, it's not fun. It becomes a point where it's not fun. I, I get it. I get I'll be it. honest. I mean, I'm not. This ain't the place, you know. I'm not an internet person, but my thing is like. Saying it like saying it like that, but I am on on the internet. But there's a lot of foul shit that be going on, a lot of foul shit, and it's a lot of get over mentality and uh, scrambling. Uh, I, I just I I'm just I can't be a part of these kinds of things anymore. It's just not who I am. 
And, and that's, you know, I'm just, I can't, I can't do it anymore. I'm getting to the point where I'm getting so, I get so fucking aggravated. Yo, the fucking, the betrayal is, is, is real, brother. And I, I want to keep it calm right now. But the shit is real like a motherfucker. These motherfuckers fucking turn on you so fucking fast, fam. And the shit is ridiculous. And I, I'm always going to stay afloat. I don't give a fuck what it is, you know. And I, I don't mean to be on that on it like that, but it's just, it's crazy. And I'm going to say, this is one thing I will say is this. I've dealt with thousands of artists in real time. Thousands. There ain't not one motherfucker that can say I did them wrong. There ain't a person that say I ever turned I, I, I ever turned my back on them or did anything of, of negativity towards them. Not one of them. And I know them all in real time, not internet shit. You know? No, I feel you. Yeah, you're, you're speaking facts, man. It's a, it's, a, it's a weird game, man. And, 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 and people are foul. And, and it's like they leave you scratching your head sometimes. Like, wow, like, you doing me like that? You know what I'm saying? Like you just be scratching your head, like left, like damn, like when did I, when did I do you dirty, to fucking to get that type of treatment? But no, nah, you it's know, crazy. I understand, man. It's I crazy, understand. fam. I've had, I've been through so much shit with everything from people fucking living at my house to staying in my house. It's just, it's, it's the portrayal is unreal, unreal, unfucking real. You could, you could shelter a motherfucker, feed a motherfucker. They don't give a fuck. They'll stab you right in your back to get uh, the shine on someone's fucking Instagram post. Uh, some fucking weird shit that... And I just sit there and I don't even understand it. How, how do you do these things? But there's so much of it going on, it doesn't make sense to keep bringing it all, up all the time. My thing is this. We're just going to bulldoze their fucking ass. That's it. I, you know, the thing is, like, yo, people ain't got to give me my credit. I just keep hammering these motherfuckers. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm a, I'm a, you know, you go through the projects. I do the radio show, and I just, I, I, I just, I just do what I do. I stay focused on who I am, and that's, and, and I try to. My thing is this: is that, and this is the honest truth. And anybody that knows me can say would say this. If I walked into a room, brother, and I seen you and Jay-Z, and it was just you and Jay-Z, the average person, and I know the average person would run to Jay-Z, get him a nice hot cup of coffee, give him a meal, what do you need? I would go over to you first. Speak to you. And and if I had enough time after our conversation, if I felt like saying hello to him, I would. If that makes yeah. any sense. No, because because I, I would do the same thing to you. You understand what I'm saying? No, I got I got you. Let me go talk to my man real quick. I'm gonna be back and I got you. Hold on, because that's the principles I live by. But and it ain't nothing against Jay Z or nothing like that. You know, nothing against him. But I'm just saying, like. That's the life we live in. Where everybody wants it's just you know. It's a good thing. I I got good. I got good people. Nah, I got good. I got good. I got good. I got some good people behind me. And then, you know, do do the best I can. That's it, yo. I mean, listen, that's real fucking talk right there, man. And I appreciate you because that's what it is. It's, it's dirty out there, and so it's like you know, 
sometimes the best thing is like I'm gonna take my ball and go home, man. Fuck y'all niggas. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so I, I get it. But while while you still in this shit, man, I expect nothing less but fucking quality from you, which you've been giving us. And so I wanna thank you yeah. for that. We, yeah, we thank you. Get out of here. I wanna thank you. This is episode 71, DJ N U T. Next week we got Brother Jay. We're gonna be talking about what um talking about what is conscious what is a conscious rapper. Then we're gonna be uh we got next following week we got West Coast Papa Boogie Frantic, then we got my man A plus hieroglyphics, then we got the grimy my grimy young and out in San Diego, Booboo the Prince. Um so got Damn, a lot of lot, you, yo, you got a lot of guests on, kid. Yeah, we we stay booked for like about stay banging, huh? Yeah, yo, yo, we keep moving too, man. Nah, you do, brother. Yo, you I gotta tell you real quick before I get out of here. I want to thank everybody that was in here tonight. Um, I appreciate you guys. My first, my first time going live, but I appreciate you having me on the show, brother. Word. Yo, I appreciate like that means some shit, yo. Like, cause I know, listen, I know you. I thought you was gonna say no, yo. I, I, I told, I told my girl, I was like, yo, he ain't gonna do it, yo. I'm, I wasn't gonna. I, you want to know what it is? I don't do interviews at all. I deny every interview. I've been I, asked. I, I, and I've been asked every. I've been asked to do interviews for the last few years straight, but I'll do. I did like Cut Supreme because he's a good brother, Gorilla Grooves, you know, shit like that. But I wasn't, I don't do interviews at all. No, because, but you, you, you know what I'm saying? You my man, brother, you know this. Yeah, I know. We, uh, hey, I don't, I don't, I can't, 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 can't deny family, you know? No, I, and I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Because that, that, that says a lot. Because I was like, yo, he ain't going to do this shit. I know you got me all on the Instagram live and all that shit, huh? Tomorrow, <laughs> nah, I got it. Like, like, nah. that, like, that, that's big. Nah, nah, but so I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do. And, yes, sir. And it, so it was important, like to 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 share that to get to know you a little bit better and to to you know um, let everybody know, man. This cat's been holding it down. He's holding a lot of cats down. This was locked down and, and and gets these cats through their fucking days, man. With with his music mm -hmm. and projects and stuff like that. And he's a solid person. This is first and foremost. Like, I can count on one hand how many solid people I've met in this shit. Like, you're a solid dude. Like, fuck the music. Thank you. Know, you. I mean, yep. I sit Thank down, you. smoke out, talk to you, chill. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but it's, it's vibes first, man. So I appreciate yes, that. First yeah, man. I got to say, you do a lot for hip-hop, too. You're always pushing great artists and continue, you know, continue to have success, success in your life and the best to you and your loved ones. Shit like that, you know what I mean, Tamal? Word. Oh, word man. I, I appreciate you. Salute to everybody joining in, and we're going to get this up on the YouTube, and uh, I'll tag you in this stuff. We're going live in like two minutes with my man, Save the Hip Hop Culture. So, appreciate you, DJ and UT. Everybody, salute y'all. All right, family, be good. Yeah, peace, Tamal.